That's good. Welcome to Digital Coffee, guys. It is brewed for you on this Tuesday. Yes, it is not Monday, which is actually a really great thing. I'm your host, Brett Deister, and let's get on with the tech news and maybe some opinions and funny anecdotal stories. I'm pretty sure I said that right. But anyways, let's get on with it. All right, it looks like... A startup called Sawyer is bringing the on-demand, yes, on-demand style of classes to the playground. Yes, what this company is trying to do is trying to be basically the open table of your kids. Uh, So basically you can sign up for different classes and this ranges from your little babies crawling around to elementary school. Yes, that is right to elementary school. So if you're actually looking for, you know, a break, a date, day, date, or just if you're looking for anything beyond you're always around your kids, for some odd reason you're really sick and tired of your kids, well, this is a great thing for you. Uh, For those parents that are actually working a lot and doing two jobs and to income family uh this could be this could be something for you now membership costs about 39 dollars per month for two classes and 99 dollars per month for six classes so it does it is going to cost you uh a little bit of money uh since the beta in october uh the platform has booked about a thousand classes and offered 400,000 plus spots each month uh and all Obviously, the company's looking to expand into camps and birthdays as well. So if you can plan your child's birthday party or send them off to camp and be like, you need to you need to detach from me. You need to be your own person. You're off to camp. Go make friends. And hopefully don't be homesick. And if you are, deal with it. Or that's how it happened to me anyways. All right. It looks like... Google is going to be doing a little bit of a makeover on their app icons. Yes, the old ones that are still currently right now are gonna be more flat design and a lot more bright colors. Uh, Gone is the gradient style look, and it's gonna be uh, redone to all of them. So they're all gonna have the little play button, even the music, even the movies, even the games, the books, and the newsstands is gonna have a little play button in their own little colors as well. I actually do like this redesign because it kind of all brings it under the umbrella of the play button with their little icons so it does make it a little more appealing i like the new redesign it looks a lot better looks a lot more cleaner uh brighter colors it doesn't really hurt my eyes it might actually hurt your eyes a little bit so if you are on android and you probably should expect an update like this is coming out soon because that's always how it happens it's soon coming soon uh, so just look out for that. Uh, be prepared for some uh, app changes in basically just the icon. There's not really going to be much of a redesign beyond the icons, but the icons are just kind of bringing it over or bring it under the umbrella of basically just the play icon. The umbrella of that. It's going to be fun. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm quite positive. All right, Facebook's iOS app is going to be adding an AI to help the blind see photos. Now, 
I mentioned last week that Twitter actually was doing this, but you had to do it manually. It had a 420 character count, and you could describe the picture for uh, people with uh, visually impaired. Now, Facebook has gone along and done this, but this is only an update for iOS, and now it adds an AI to kind of describe to blind people or visually impaired people what... Uh, the picture is talking about. Now, I foresee this actually, if this is actually a really great thing and actually works really well, this being implemented into Instagram as well. And this is probably a more welcomed uh, addition if they do, do do this to Instagram. But the, uh, that's, that's what they're doing. Um, I kind of like this. I like that social media is not just for the people that can see, but also the people that cannot see and want to, you know, be a part of the social network because it's a popular thing to do right now, even though Facebook's not that popular and Snapchat is becoming the reigning champion of the cool kids. Uh, this is, I still think this is a welcome addition. I think a lot of social media companies, especially the popular ones, could learn from this and implement something like this that Twitter and Facebook have been doing. Now, Twitter obviously is more implementing of uh, what you're going to see and you're writing it. This is an AI doing it for you. Uh, so we'll see what reigns supreme if people actually like doing it or if they like AI. I'm pretty sure it's going to be more the people like the AI doing it than do it, them doing it themselves. We're lazy people. What can I say? All right. It looks like Microsoft may be planning to launch the Surface phone line uh, in 2017 with three different variants. So three different types of phones. I'm pretty sure it's going to be budget or basically the cheaper side of the phone, the medium or the mid specs of the phone. So not as cheap, but not as expensive. And then basically the, the high quality phones, uh, the phones that kind of, you know, stand up like galaxy, the galaxy line, uh, the HTC One Eight or the One Line as well, or the Nexus Line for Google. Uh, this is kind of like what they're going to be doing with it as well. Um, so it should be interesting to see what they're actually going to do. They're they're waiting to see if the anniversary update uh, takes hold, and you know the Universal Windows app, you know, kind of matures a lot more, so they can finally launch it because the Lumia Line is now defunct. I'm sorry, Windows users, but your line is now defunct. Microsoft is really just does not want to spend any more money on it because it was a failure. It was a big failure. They spent billions of dollars to buy this and it didn't plan out very well. And that was Bomber's fault. It actually was that time. I don't actually mind him, but that was actually his fault. If you don't know, that was Stephen Ballmer. He was the uh, past CEO of Microsoft before the new one took over. So, yeah. All right, Twitter is adding a new DM or direct message button onto tweets so you can, well, chat with people privately. Yes, uh, instead of, you know, kind of maneuvering around to actually do this privately, they're kind of giving it for a little bit of a front and center uh, button to it so people can use it now. Twitter has said that since 2015, they've seen a 60% rise in direct messages, so why not? you know, add this to it now uh, because, I mean, it's a great feature. 
uh, messaging apps are popular. I've said this time and time again, we are circling back to the popularity of AIM, AOL Instant Messenger. What started it all? Hey. Uh, or what, I should say not started all, but made it popular at least is, I think the right way of saying it is, and made it popular. And we went to social media. Now we're kind of going back. We're actually circling back to uh, chatting with people one-on-one or groups as well. Uh, so it, even though people are like, oh, this is new and everything, it's not really that new. To be honest with you, we're just circling back to the 90s again. Uh, we just we just don't hear that sounding goodbye. You know, the AIM announcer sound. Um, but hey. Everything circles back, even fashion does. Why not tech as well? Now, back to this. Uh, it's great to see that they're actually, you know, making this more prevalent and you can also do a lot more things with it. Plus, with that little just little button right there, it just helps out a lot more to have it front and center because of the, the huge rise it's doing. Plus, this helps, well, helps Twitter's shares, you know, go up way up more up than it was before because it hasn't really been doing very well. Uh, and with uh, being allowed to do group chats and uh, having a 10,000 uh, character limit has just made direct messages even more popular than it was before, so it's a great thing. I'm glad they didn't make tweets like that too because they should distinguish between what's direct message and what's tweets. Tweets, and I've always said this before, what they actually should do for tweets is character limits should only be for the text and emojis. Uh, links images or any other uh, media form like that should not count. Also, uh, at symbols should not count as well. So you can have more things to write and it'll be a lot, just be a lot better. Hashtags are fine. If you want to remove the character limit hashtags, that might actually might be, eh, might be a good idea, but I don't really care about that. But just media links and the, uh, at symbols for whatever handle that you're going to be talking to should be just re just remove from the how much you can write just so you can write a little bit more and have a little bit more space to do it. That's my thing about that. I hope they actually, you know, listen to me if they actually hear this. Are you listening? All right. Also in Twitter news, it looks like Twitter will be streaming uh, Thursday NFL games live. Yes, that's right. NFL has been looking to, you know, stream, uh, find partners to, uh, well, to stream their football games live. And they have landed on Twitter. But that is not a big surprise because Twitter does own one of the most popular live streaming apps out there right now. It is Periscope. They own that. So it is a natural, it was natural for NFL to license deal. So it will stream live about 10 NFL games. Um, remember, NFL isn't doesn't really have that many games, so don't really expect as much as baseball because baseball plays about 200-something games a year. They play 20, I think. Don't – do not – just don't. Just don't. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this, like I said, it's a natural fit. It's a really good win for Twitter. Uh, Twitter needed a lot more good news like these, and these partnerships will just help. What is also interesting is that they'll also be doing pregame Periscope – uh, broadcast, uh, broadcast from the from the teams and players as well as in-game uh, highlights. So it should be interesting. It will actually make Periscope even more popular, which will help it distinguish it from Facebook's because Facebook was is doing it, not was is doing it as well. Uh, 
NFL was looking into Yahoo, Facebook, and Apple, but uh, Twitter won. I'm pretty sure Twitter just had a better portfolio for doing more of live streaming. And plus, since uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people actually tweet about NFL during the NFL season, it is once again just a natural fit because of the in the moment the NFL is usually this just helps it a lot more. So this was a good move by the NFL, and this was a great win for Twitter. Yes, it was. All right. Are you on Etsy? Are you a person that sells your stuff on Etsy? Well, Etsy is launching something called Pattern. Yes, it's an online store builder. Uh, basically, it's trying to take market share away from Shopify and Squarespace. Uh, since this is a natural fitting for Etsy, uh, I think this is a great move for them to actually do because, well, they need something like this. Uh, even though Etsy is a great place to, you know, buy small things to help the bigger brands on Etsy to be more profitable, to under, to showcase themselves a lot more. Now, it's not free. It's about $15 a month I checked out. So it should be interesting to see how well it does. But just bridging everything together into one space, kind of like a blogging a little bit, reviews about, and policies and other things just helps it bring it all in line because that's what Etsy kind of needs. It kind of needs to be the that type of e-commerce site now. Uh, it did great for a while for what it was doing, but this just helps it become even more of a powerhouse, especially since it already has a huge uh, base of would-be DIYers or product managers, product developers and entrepreneurs, any one of those, uh, you all, you all are great. I'm not hating on you at all. I think what people are doing on there is awesome. If I actually got into a little bit more, I probably would be doing the same thing, but I'm doing this cause I actually love this, but yes, I think this is a great idea. Like I said before, it's a paid service. So if you're not quite there yet, I probably wouldn't actually jump into it. There are other ways of doing it, but if you're on Etsy, just keep on, keep on doing Etsy. Just keep on building that, uh, product portfolio and maybe eventually you can get onto it but if you want to take the big leap go ahead it's there for you uh, hey. yeah yeah all right google calendar has an update for the web now and allows uh well reminders to be on the web as well it, it's been great for reminders on uh your phone but it hasn't really been as good on the web now it, it's able to be just as good on the web as it is on your phone it will put reminders on the top and just keep reminding you about it it will also be cross-platform with all platforms so there is cross platforms i was just redundant on that but whatever just to drive it home it will be cross-platform so if you're done with the task it will be gone from your phone from your tablet and from your web and from the web so you don't have to worry about that at all which is a great thing uh, i kind of like this move and this is a great move just to kind of add uh tasks and to get people just in line and in order and you know to keep on doing it uh like i said before this is this is awesome. This is just, even though it's a little update, it's not that big of an update, it's kind of a big one for a lot of people, especially if they use Google calendars a lot, which I do as well to keep everything organized or as much as I can. Sometimes I forget. I'll just be honest with you. I don't write everything down. All right. WhatsApp. Yes. The 
other popular messaging service has finally completed its end-to-end encryption. Yes, it will be eventually rolling out end-to-end encryption, so you won't be scared that well, the U.S. government or any other government is spying on you. Also, they're going to be—they will not have the keys to the encryption WhatsApp. So, if the government comes knocking on doors, specifically in the United States, and they have a search warrant, be like, "That's great, we can't unlock it." So, see ya. Uh, they will probably still get in legal trouble for this as well because it is their own product. But it's interesting to see what actually will happen. Now. I like where it's going with this, and they've been trying to implement this since about 2013, 2014, so this is a great way of doing it. In the features, it will kind of show you that it's actually been encrypted by uh, encryption, so it will have a little, probably a red law unlock uh, icon to show you that it's not unlocked, and then a red icon, uh, green icon says it's locked, uh, it says locked or it has encryption on it. Now, on the chat uh, window, it will say, uh, before you type in something, messages sent to this chat and calls are now secured with an encryption. Tap for more information, so you can, and we'll go to that as well. So if you are those people that are really scared of the government listening on to what you're saying, just be sure that you've updated WhatsApp to the most recent, and then check through the settings to see if it's actually an encryption is on there as well. Um, now, there, there are a little bit steps, so here's what happens. What's, WhatsApp users will be able to confirm the person they are chatting with is the person they think it is rather than an imposter performing a man-in-the-middle attack, attack by verifying the authenticity of the encryption session via scanning a QR code or reading another, allowed a, num, uh, a number string. So basically, they have ways of well, verifying that the person you're chatting to, <laughs> chatting to is the real person. So no more catfishing or less likely to be catfishing. Uh, so this is another good way. Like I said before, they're using QR code or a random string of numbers. You have to recite, which, ooh, fun. Uh, this is just a really great way to help keep people safe and have, well, other nefarious other entities from not getting into it because we're always afraid of that now since all this hacking and spying on us has been happening for years and we haven't noticed it because the government didn't want to tell us because it was probably not legal or ethical in any way just say anyways moving on uh, kick the other popular messaging service has now launched bots. Yes, bots are becoming more and more popular because, well, mainly because of Slack. Now, if you're like, what is Slack? It is a very popular business messaging tool that a lot of tech people actually use. Uh, now, Kick has kind of started started doing it before, but now they've kind of like really got into it. And so now you can download like there's a Vine bot. There is a funnier or Die bot, and Vine bots will allow you just to, you know, put up your favorite vines onto Kick. There's a Sephora, so you can chat with somebody about makeup. Uh, there is the Weather Channel, so you can stay up to date what's going on in the weather. Uh, basically, you can chat with Sephora for the latest makeup tips. Yay! Uh, what else? 
is there there's H&M yay H&M so you can get the latest fashion probably deals as well and a couple of games there's not very many right now at this moment but there eventually will be because you just you, you got to give it time uh, so it should be interesting to see uh, how this all transpires and if it actually will be you know good or not uh, like I said before bots have become ever increasingly popular and it's kind of a subtle AI uh, and an expanding of AI but most people are kind of afraid of AI aka Stephen Hawking is saying AI is terrible and a lot of tech high-tech people are saying no it's terrible but for the common users this type of stuff is not as bad as you think it is especially if you are a lover of vine and want to show off your vines to people on kick because you can kick it what it's all about or it should be all right are you a person that loves organic food and really wants to eat as healthy as you can well thrive market is now on android yes is been on ios for a little while but now it's finally on uh, Android. Now, the difference between uh, Thrive and the other ones out there is that Thrive is more of a Costco-based uh, membership. So you pay a certain amount of fee and you get at cost uh, organic food uh, products through different companies. Uh, this is actually pretty cool, especially for those that are looking to eat healthier. Uh, but buying bulk sometimes isn't always the best idea, especially for food, because food can, you know, spoil. You cannot eat it fast enough. So I guess be prepared for what's going to happen or at least understand your limits and shop accordingly. But I think this is actually a really cool thing, especially for people that just want to buy healthy, organic products and not worry about what other crap is in their food because well a lot of commercial products have a lot of other crap in their food like sugar uh so this this is just another great way of doing it uh like i said before it's now available on on android so all the android users yay we can finally you know be healthy or healthier if, if you really want to um it comes in a little box in you know Kind of like that surprise thing. Uh, it has different types of categories like payload, uh, uh, gluten-free for those who actually are gluten-free and not the people that just say, I'm gluten-free. Yes, I'm making fun of you. Yes, yes. Yes, I am. Uh, but like I said before, this is just another way of shopping. Uh, now you can you can buy pretty... Uh, you can buy other foods from like Amazon as well. Amazon has a fresh... Uh, section um, or Costco just go online and buy it through there as well so this is just another another way of you shopping for better food but you know you don't you don't really have to do it if you don't want to all right uh, Lydia is a f not to, not to uh, now there's lynda.com that's more of an educational base type uh, online service that is owned by LinkedIn now and there's Lydia, that is more of a microtransaction uh, app, kind of like Memo. Uh, well, now it has a bot for Slack, so you can you know pay back your friends directly. Now you have to have either an account or it'll send you a link to put your credit card information to, to you know pay back the people that bought stuff for you. Uh, so it's not a bad thing. 
Uh, I think I like this. And I like the use of kind of paying back. This is a lot easier way of doing it. And, you know, old-fashioned way was make sure you have money on you, but who has cash on them ever? Especially my generation. We don't really do cash ever. We're really bad at that. I'll be the first one to say I am bad at that, but I am a tech person, and so apps like that, like this, and Vemo is just another great way of doing it. I do like that it is, an, it is a bot for Slack, and they don't actually have to have an account to actually pay somebody back. They just have to make sure that they have their credit card or debit card around to actually pay somebody back. So like I said before, this is just another really great thing to have, and it just makes Slack even more impressive and important in the business world because that's what they're trying. That's what they're trying to do. Uh, I still, I still think they're going to be doing really great for a long while as long as they don't mess up anything or do anything really, really terrible. Uh, but I, like I said before, I, I foresee them doing just really well for a long time. I love Slack; it's a fun thing, and I will put a little, a little. Um, teaser or no, a little uh, ad promotion that I do have an open Slack uh, chat for digital coffee for anybody that wants to talk about tech. And I have a couple different categories, so you can do any any one of those as well. Because uh, and I'll implement more if you want to. But yeah, that's just a little advertising for y'all. If you all want, you know, just ask me in the comments below on the website or. Uh, Lipson or Medium, I'm now on Medium if you want to join, because I would love for you to join, and we can talk about tech even more. Anyways, moving on, Microsoft is testing out premium subscription for Outlook.com. Yes, um, there is a little bit of a testing for, and this eliminates ads, but for uh, $4 a month, you get access to ad-free inboxes, uh, five custom email addresses, among other features as well. Um, this looks like a really interesting uh, type of premium feature that they're uh, trying to play around with just to see if people will actually you know, wanna buy it or actually wanna use it. Uh, now, the, the public version of Outlook.com uh, only shows ads for people who aren't in your contact list. Uh, so they aren't in your contact list, uh, ads will be shown. Uh, but Microsoft does offer a uh, $20 a year feature to completely remove all the ads as well. Um, now, that, that's actually pretty cool that uh, they don't just bombard you with ads. Gmail, unfortunately, does bombard you with a lot of ads uh, quite a bit. But Gmail is really popular because of how they started off with no ads and they eventually added ads because it is Google and they like to do ads. Uh, but this is interesting and um, what they're doing and uh, app integration is even more interesting. So Outlook is becoming more and more of a powerhouse in email uh, this time around. But prior to it, uh, it kind of lost its way and Gmail kind of, you know, took up the popularity and kind of, you know, dethroned it as one of the de facto email clients of business. Now you have, well, we just have a lot of options, which I think is actually a great thing, but Outlook is becoming even better, especially with the integration of Skype. Uh, it's becoming better and better and also competing really well with Gmail. So I would say between the two, I would, e I would either go with Gmail or Outlook. Uh, Yahoo's okay. 
Um, they are getting better at it, but Yahoo's my really my dummy account that I kind of sort of check every once in a while because why not? All right, All right for my Android users, uh, Google has fixed about 39 Android flaws, and well, some of them are pretty critical. Yes, this month. Um, security update that is already live for Nexus phones uh, is, well, well, actually was released on Monday, excuse me, yesterday. It was already released. So it has already been released on the Android open source project. So hopefully uh, other uh, companies will be implementing a lot of these security updates to make sure that their users don't get, well, attacked, ransomware, and all those other fun things. Now, they did update a really critical flaw that was called the CVE-2015-1805. Um, and this was this was a critical flaw in a Linux kernel in April 2014, but didn't really just uh, discover it until February of this year that it was at, also affects Android. Um, so they have patched this vulnerability as well. Um, it also patched uh, things for uh, Stage Fright Media Library, which was another nefarious thing as well, uh, and also a slew of other things. But the biggest one and the biggest flaw was the CVE-2015-1805. Uh, um, because it's already out in the wild and there's already uh, rooting apps to abuse this and kind of circumvent a lot of security features to, you know, gain uh, direct control of your phone and probably encrypt your files and ransomware it off to you. And as always, if this ever happens to you, don't ever, ever pay. Uh, it's just it's just a thing you just don't do. You just don't pay because you don't really know if they actually will um, decrypt the files that they've encrypted for you, so be careful about that. If it ever happens to you, I'm so sorry that happened. That's horrible, awful, and it sucks. All right, and now moving on to apps to try for today. Uh, there's even Fi. Uh, it's basically a collaborative way of organizing group expenses. Uh, so if you have a group, let's say for the office, home, or even road trips, or, you know, paying for food at a restaurant because people seem to underpay and then someone always pays more. Yes, that's been me, paying more for other people because they don't really add in the tip ever. It's kind of annoying. Um, but uh, there's a free and a premium um, version of it. Now the free is unlimited expenses, unlimited events. Message sending uh, expense attachments, two files per month. Premium is three files per month, up to 100 megabytes per month. Uh, member balances free is consolidated, uh, and then premium is detailed by expense. And then uh, for premium, you get a spreadsheet download with all event data and expense analysis and result symbolization. And then you get more coming soon for both because always more so if you're looking for something for that to you know kind of get condensed and figure out who needs to pay what is that for you it's on ios and android so go and pick it up also this the um kick bot shop uh is open for business so developers that want to do it or for users that just want to find what bot they actually want to download this is for you i'll put this in the show notes 
as well as the other one. All the apps that I'm going to talk about, I'm going to put in the show notes for you to tr- if you want to try out as well. There's a Rifsy gift keyboard, so if you just want you know type in gifts, it's there for you. Vine, as always, so you can share uh, Vines to make your conversations more interesting because words don't make it interesting. There's also a beta uh, email app called Coco Mail, Coca Mail. Uh, this is for iPhone only, and it looks like a very uh, chat-like way of email, and that's becoming more and more popular. So it's in its beta format right now. You can sign up through their website and see if you can get into the beta. There's also for my uh, game developers, something called App Sounds, which allows you to implement, well, for a fee, obviously, different sounds, different UI sounds uh, for non-gaming apps. And there's also ways of doing that for gaming as well. Uh, so you can implement different sounds for that as well. The non uh gaming app is $28, the UI sound kit is $38, and the emoji sounds uh, is, well, 20 sounds are free, so you can check it out if you want to, especially if you're developing a game, it can be difficult, really difficult. All right, are you looking for a new blogging platform, but really don't want to pay the fee of self-hosting site? Well, Media for Publishers is the one for you. It's easy to set up. Uh, it is set up to be, well, very uh, mobile friendly. It is going to be instant article ready, uh, APM ready, or uh, accelerated mobile pages ready. Uh, so you don't really have to worry about that too much. The only downside, especially for me, is for podcasting, it doesn't really have a solution for that. So you're going to have to use SoundCloud or some other format for that as well. But like I said before, if you're looking for um, Really great community. Uh, this is another great way as well. I tried out for a little bit. Uh, so digital coffee is now on Medium, just because I like trying things out. Uh, and you can import your old stories from your uh, blog to this one as well. So I would do it that way so you don't have to keep on writing different copy. Uh, just a lot easier to do that that way. Uh, one of my SoundClouds was a little difficult to get in. It wasn't implement. It wasn't embedding, which was frustrating me. But beyond that, beyond that, it's actually pretty good. It's a pretty robust system. Uh, I highly recommend it for people that are looking to get into blogging or publishing things because it is a free uh, service instead of uh, WordPress.org, which isn't really a free service. This is the way to go. All right, there is another. Uh, bought for expense app called Current and allows you to basically say, hey, you owe me this much for coffee or whatever. Um, also for travel funds, there's also a bot as well for it. So uh, so there's another option for it. You also have Linda, but Current is also one uh, to use as well. So why not? More options for you. There's also Venmo, which is also really popular too. All right. That is my show for today. I'm glad that you tuned in and listened in. Thank you for doing that. Uh, follow Digital Coffee on Twitter at DigitalCO77EE, Facebook at Digital Coffee, uh, YouTube at Digital Coffee Podcast, Instagram at Digital Coffee Podcast, Medium. You can follow me now there as well. And if you like these podcasts, please consider supporting me on Patreon. I would greatly appreciate it. 
Also on Fridays, tune in to ZCast at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and I will be talking live about digital coffee and maybe, you know, get your tech questions answered too. All right, guys, have a great day and join me tomorrow for Marketing Blend where I go over the marketing news and talk about email and email lists because those are kind of important for your business. All right, guys, later.